Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We should, uh, we should get, we should. Okay, get. let's go. All right. It's my idea. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is? <laughs> to, get, to get started. To start. <laughs> oh. Edwin was just about to say we should get started and I said, oh, okay, let's go. See. Well, do you guys want, you guys just want to get going now? Yeah, uh, my Here. idea. All right. Hey, Sean, I think we're going to get going whenever you're ready. Um, okay. I think we should start, guys. Let's go. Great All idea. Right. Great idea, Sean. <laughs> All right. Hello. Uh, go ahead and start whenever you want, Sean. <laughs> God damn. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs or Dundermiff. Then the people purchase paper, people Dundermiff. Then the people purchase paper, people Dundermiff. Then the people purchase paper, people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and CFO of H&R Block, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Jane's Air Force recruiter. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Oh, wouldn't you like to know what happened in the bathroom by myself, <laughs> pervy? <laughs> Every week we get together and discuss our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week, our main topic is going to be the episode Job Fair uh, from the new uh, Superfans uh, Season 4 that just was released on Peacock. Uh, streaming service and then we'll go to the conference room and we'll finish up with a little listener provided trivia uh before we start i'll just plug one more time that we uh have released our biscuits with the boss season two Mm. uh ted lasso podcast and you can listen to it yourself by joining us on patreon patreon.com slash michael scott um so check that out if you're a fan of ted lasso or uh, or our season one podcast. All right, cool. Well, uh, let's get into it. Um, job fair, new year, new super <laughs> fan episodes, new cold yeah. open. What a gift! Big yeah. time, big mm-hmm. time. Yeah, this is. I mean, uh, this is job fair season four, episode seventeen, written by Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stupnitsky, directed by Tucker Gates, uh, aired May eighth, two thousand eight. But today we'll be discussing the the newly released super fan episode. Yeah. New cold open. Part of the reason we wanted to talk about this episode specifically from the new Superfan season, it's all of season four, uh, is because this new cold open, I think, has never been released, not on the DVDs or deleted scenes previously. Not anywhere. Uh, and you can watch it on YouTube. So if you don't have Peacock, you don't want to get Peacock, um, you can watch it on YouTube right now, which is pretty cool. So, Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get to, I mean, we, I guess, you know, overview of job fair we've got um michael and and pam and daryl and oscar go to pam's old high school and uh uh dunder mifflin has a booth at a job fair for kids Mm -hmm. looking for internships we've also got jim uh going on a little um golf client trip with kevin and andy 
mm-hmm. for 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 a reason that was finally explained in this episode. Lot lot was explained finally. Yeah, and with, uh, uh, with the added context of these scenes. Totally, and then and then finally we kind of have uh, just as a palate cleanser, I would almost say, uh, Dwight and Angela just quietly. It is cook. a nice. It is a light yeah. third course <laughs> to just sort of round out the flavors. It's it's very nice. It's the complimentary bread basket of the episode. <laughs> definitely, but but we should definitely start with the with the new uh, cold open, which explains uh, something that comes up later in the show. I really the love, origin story. I love when we get new new like actual new material like this. Um, I, I understand that a lot of people maybe haven't seen deleted scenes before, so a lot of the super fan cuts add those, and they edit them into the overall episode, which is amazing. Um, but this and the Matrix cold open. Um, I haven't gone through the rest of season four super fan episodes just yet, or I haven't gone through all of it, but this cold open is so, is, is, it's watching a new, new bit of the office. It's kind of like, um, I don't even know how to explain it. It, it, It's it's, surreal. Yeah. It feels surreal to me. I I want, I wish I could watch these super fan ones with like a, in a CAT scan and see what parts of my brain lights up differently from regularly watching the (laughs) office of like consuming fresh office. But the crazy part is like, it's not a reboot. You know, it's not like all the actors are older and they're doing a special on Netflix or something. It's like it was filmed then by made by all the same people and they look the same they did. It's just like this alternate universe where now this exists. And this one is such a good cold open. Like, I can't believe they chose to cut it. It's so funny. Like, Steve Carell is amazing. I think I think now we we should spoil it in case you yeah I mean you can watch us it. and gone and watched it on you YouTube. should do that if you have it but basically uh, yeah yeah it, it, this is the origin of the uh, toilet buddy yeah it has payoff for later <laughs> in the, uh, in, the uh, in the show yeah. it is uh, formerly known as toilet guard yeah uh, Michael drops all of his things in the toilet he <laughs> all dropped- their bitches are toilet paste <laughs> that's because they're easy it's so oh man. I love a good cold open when Michael is overwhelmed right away. Just like whether there's fresh cement outside or, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything starting in crisis. The yeah. injury. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. But uh, I there the image of Dwight holding the soaked paper towel with the candy cords, the candy cords. That, are, <laughs> that are dying the paper towel. That is insane. And and Ryan pointed out too, his wallet is covered in in rhinestones. Yes. It, it's incre- it's such an incredible detail. All yeah. the little props, all the things that he has in his pockets, his whitening strips, his, his candy cords. Yeah. My candy corns. His tip calculator. Strips. His, his tip, tip calculator. calculator. It's a little calculator. Yeah. His glue tooth. Yeah, glue tooth. Glue tooth. Surprised there wasn't any magic tricks in there. And your and your keys fell in. I threw those in out of anger. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he says, uh, "Love a good, love a good uh, Dwight following Michael," and Michael just slams the door in his face. Yes. But then you this get Michael weird. comes right back out and says, "You know what? This." is the best thing that ever happened to me. And the face that he makes is one of the best Michael Scott faces I've ever seen. You also get uh, Dwight opening the door with his with his like butt trying to oh, right. the yeah. handle down. Oh, my God. Um, you get Phyllis. I've, d- yeah, I've done yeah. that move. Of course, yeah. yeah. Phyllis, uh, Phyllis laughing and yeah. uh, being told that it's not funny. I... I, I do enjoy when you get those little scenes where characters actually laugh at the silly things that happen in the office. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. 
I, I, I almost, I cut out his entire little rant as a potential cold open if you just want to hear it. I do, yes. of course. All right. <sighs> Suffice to say, I finished my business. I was just checking to make sure everything was fine. And my cell phone fell out and on, not in, but like on the rim. And then, it fell in. It, no, just let me tell the story, okay, Jim? I knocked it with my knee and then it fell in. And then I leaned over and looked and my Bluetooth fell out of my ear and that fell in. Bluetooth. And then I got flustered and everything started falling in. My wallet fell in, my tip calculator, my candy corn, my white strips oh, all fell wallet. in to the toilet. And your keys fell in? I threw the keys in out of anger. <laughs> this cannot happen again. That's what you said last time. I know I did. <laughs> Phyllis, this is not funny. This is not funny. Well, technically it is toilet humor, which you claim to enjoy. It is not toilet humor, it is toilet tragedy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. I did make a note here that this uh, cold open should be named Toilet Tragedy. Um, <laughs> just, we we can assume Michael carries his wallet in his back pocket or in maybe in his suit jacket, mm-hmm. inner pocket. Mm-hmm. How does his wallet fall in? <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> everything started falling in. <laughs> um <laughs> And then after this, we get the invention of the toilet buddy, which is just a tennis racket with the handle broken off. Mm-hmm. And, and at the end of the episode, we learn that this is Toby's, Toby's tennis, tennis racket, racket that he's taken. Yeah, <laughs> it, it almost looks like a squash racket. Yeah, I'm Eight, gonna okay. say or a racquetball for racquetball mm. rather, not squash. Well, sorry, Edwin's the tennis expert here. What do you, I mean, what I do you thought think? it was a tennis racket. I think racquetball and squash rackets are longer. Like well, the squash more. racket has the long neck mm-hmm. with the end. The, the racquetball ones are like... Oh, they're like squash. triangular. A little, yeah, yeah, I thought it looked a little more racquetball-y at the end, but uh, this isn't what we need to figure out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think, too, we should acknowledge the... On one hand, this is this it, it, it is the first mention of this idea, which comes up again in Golden Ticket. Toilet Buddy, formerly known as Toilet Guard. And uh, we also get... The second appearance of Michael falling in the bathroom, but you just hear the noise, like right. in the injury. <laughs> like it happens. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it happens off screen. Um, which, and Toby just... and Dwight answer those calls very differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I absolutely uh, adored this cold open. I thought it was so much fun to have as a new part of the show. Um, and. I know what you mean. It's, it's it's easy to think, why did they cut this one down? Um, or why did they edit it out? And I think when you watch the, 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 the regular episode and the super fan episode, you see all the edits that they make and how they, like, they were really tasked, I think, to cut this one down, uh, it seems. And mm-hmm. you can see so many little bits and storylines and places where the show kind of breathes uh, are kind of removed for the sake of time. Yeah, I know. And and there's not a cold open in the, in the non- extended cut it just yeah begins. not really no there is well it what it it is what is it it's just them getting ready to leave for the oh i guess i don't consider that a cold open because where'd you go to college to, mike yeah it has to do with the episode yeah so i i oh, I, I, I don't consider those cold opens if they're like we're right into what is going on in the episode mm-hmm. i chose to be presentable you went you a different... went a different way <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think you look nice. <laughs> they both thank you, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can move into that. I think yeah. um, the, the the actual job fair. Uh, I do like I name. do like the button on the end of the cold open too of Creed <laughs> drinking drinking like the last drops of some frozen coffee drink and saying, you know, yeah. 
put a you put a handle on that toilet, buddy. You got a tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So let's uh, move into. Uh, I think uh, every we kind of get this scene of everyone getting ready to leave for these two storylines. Uh, first is is the job fair. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Michael, Pam, uh, Daryl. We get Daryl coming up in the suit. Uh, in that little exchange between Michael and Daryl. Um, but we also have uh, Jim getting ready to leave for this uh, golf um, client uh, meeting time. I don't know what he, what you'd really call this or why. Tea time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think we should just start with tea time. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Uh, I think welcome. we should just start with uh, the, the with the job fair. I mean, I, I think it's worth mentioning that job fair comes immediately after Did I Stutter, where we kind of we were just recently talking about Michael's most. Did mature... I stutter? <laughs> Thank you, uh, <laughs> Michael. I will hammer spank your rear. <laughs> Michael's most mature moments, which kind of one of them comes at the end of Did I Stutter, and <laughs> then. For this episode to start with Michael falling into the toilet and then goes on for with Michael to be uh, very immature this episode. Delusional. He really hits. Uh, he is he is frantically insecure in this episode, uh, but he's but he's in a very public setting, which is always a good a good uh, cocktail there because he's got a try and still appear and trying like he's trying to get interns and he has a it's like they are trying to uh, b- both of these storylines at golf and at the job fair they're both trying to they have an objective which is like michael needs to hire someone jim needs to land this sale so there's a little bit of urgency uh in both of these sort of arenas that that the characters are in i wish that they had leaned a little more. one thing that that comes up in the super fan episode is michael talking about how he hasn't been the same since ryan left um Yes. And and uh he needs a he he's going through empty nest syndrome. I am lonely. <laughs> and I need a new Ryan. <laughs> he's That's going what through... John told us right before he met his wife. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah. I wish that was a little more prevalent in uh in the setup for job fair. If if it kind of just go to talk to interns, but I I thought it would be funny like you almost wish that Ryan, or Michael had alluded to finding the next Ryan earlier in the episode or in right. a version that made the actual main the because, original because the other yeah. deleted um bit that we get from the job fair is uh this this Brett Bailey character who's got a popped pink polo mm. collar mm. and he is, you know, clearly that just... somebody that Michael identifies as like a cool kid but total opposite of justin uh who uh who he thinks is a loser just pure like 2004 to 2009 that pop collar era <laughs> yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. peak that was and when we were in pink, high school and that's i know and pink <laughs> pop collars were speak for yourselves speak for yourselves <laughs> at at, uh, at our high school we had the the multiple the layered polo collars that was our uniform yeah <laughs> so we had it in our high school um it's pretty but cool. yeah he, he's like an american eagle type <laughs> <laughs> and uh and michael becomes obsessed with him so it's like that would have been uh, you know yeah i think um certainly he like sees sees ryan and this guy and uh 
<laughs> and uh, Brett gets totally creeped out by Michael and, and tells him to, that it's he was a, just being polite. It's a funny flip, a reflection of the way that Michael treats Brian in seasons season two, one, two, three, um, where he's kind of all over him and all up in his space. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's predatory. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, honestly. yes. But the difference is Ryan is, uh, he's, he's temping at the office and presumably wants to learn from Michael and is, is kind of stuck with him where, uh, this kid eventually tells Michael, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah, being like, nice. dude, I was just being nice. Like, yeah. yeah. You're creeping um, me out. And he is all, he right as he comes out of the bathroom, Michael's right there. And I thought they cast and like costumed that kid perfectly as like, that's the kid that would catch Michael's eye at the high school and being like, oh, that's the cool kid. And for some reason, Michael needs a cool kid to work at Dunder Mifflin because yeah. he wants to say young and edgy and cool at his paper company. I, um, I, I was, uh, I was also wondering this episode, like, you, you, we've talked about how like Todd Packer might be the voice inside of Michael's head. Sometimes who is he emulating in this episode? He's like, he thinks he's like Steve jobs or somebody like trying to attract all these kids with like minimalism. And he's trying to be like poetic and <laughs> like interesting. And he, uh, he is just completely, I mean, delusional. He has nothing delusional. to it. He has nothing to attract these kids nothing Mm -hmm. and he's a paper company and it's almost a uh it's almost like uh their their sales meetings not not you know any of the sales meetings that go on throughout the show they always talk about customer service and the connections they actually make with the potential like interns are uh by just being nice being friendly and connecting with uh with them pam's conversation with justin and uh oscar's conversation with megan who is the intern later on yeah Right, right. Um, in season six. In right. Austin. That's another deleted bit of this. We get Oscar actually. Julia Stiles. <laughs> actually Julia Stiles, does. Yes. <laughs> uh, actually does attract some attention from uh, this young woman. And then as he's about to kind of like give her the job, he realizes that he hates being an accountant and doesn't want this uh, girl to have to, to, to be an accountant. Of course, this whole part got cut and they must have later been like they brought her back for the intern part. In season five, six, six, know. it's eight? gossip. Or okay. sorry, eight. So. Okay, so this six. is a while. So that was a while later. So they must have a couple years. It's yeah, the next, not the next season, but the yeah. season after that. And Brett Bailey didn't get a call back. So <laughs> yeah. good for her. Um, <laughs> I did. I did like. I guess kind of on that topic, I did like the extra space they gave to Daryl and Oscar to talk to each other mm. and talk yeah. and kind of give uh, an update a, a little bit about how they kind of view their job and their life. Um, I mean, Daryl, th- those moments where they talk about the little joys, Oscar talking about spreadsheets and Daryl talking about <laughs> loading up a truck. Yeah. Um, I and just then, used to pack up my mom's things into boxes and put them in her car. And then Daryl no says, he says, uh, I don't love this job, but I love my life, which I thought was a great line. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and a good way to kind yeah. of, I think that's a, that's a sentiment for a lot of the characters in the show, but that don't doesn't really get expressed. Or maybe... Maybe that's a little too broad, but um, that is sort of the feeling. Sentiment. I think that's a sentiment for just a lot of people. Yeah, I would. I would wager that a lot of people are like, I'm, "I love my life. I don't necessarily like my job, but there were, the job supports the life, and that's that's a trade most people make." There were some heartfelt and like there were some moments that got cut from this job fair story, like in the that that were really like heart more about like heart and like had more of a message that mm. um 
In a way, I almost like The Office because they do cut things like this. But <laughs> <laughs> because when you think about it, it's like the the real episode. Nobody nobody really learns anything from going to the job fair. It's just Michael being awful to. <laughs> it's just Michael being awful to these kids and to Pam. He's especially awful to Pam in this episode. Pam, 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 and then he sneezed in my tea. Remember that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you said it was okay because you just had allergies. <laughs> I think, uh, uh, you know, I, I guess kind of piggybacking off your thought is one thing that kind of crossed my mind was um, this is season four and those moments get uh, cut and we end up focusing on Michael and Pam and Jim and they kind of get the brunt of the uh, of the attention. Yeah, in, in this episode, and I think in comparison to the where the, where the show goes, I feel like the way that they would have handled an episode like this in season eight, but primarily in like season nine, is that all the characters would have split things equally, and you would have had, um, like, you, you would have cut, you would have added those moments in for Oscar and Daryl, but at the expense of Jim and Pam, and I mean, I know Michael's not in season nine, but whomever this yeah. other character would be, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, I, I the the themes of this episode though, I really like. Uh, I mean, this is why these extended episodes are such a gift. Is it? it it's and why I, I'm glad that Peacock even like puts it as a different show, even in their platform. Like, right. it's not like you could watch it. it. They're not saying, "Hey, do you want to watch this episode with or without the deleted scenes?" It is really feels like a separate show. And like this episode is a great example because it does dive a little deeper into those these ideas of identity and your future, and everyone takes a second in this episode and reflects on like who they are, or what they've become, which can get really intense or it can get really exciting sometimes. If like for Jim, it's like making that sales a big deal and he feels like, all right, his job is finally moving towards something, which mm-hmm. is this life with Pam. Uh, and meanwhile, at the, at the job fair, it's kind of moving in the other direction where Michael is realizing, oh my God, like no one respects what I do. No one wants to do what I do. Uh, we we get to see Oscar have that thought too, you know. He's like, I yeah. couldn't do that to the poor girl, and um, I don't know. I, I really, I I yeah, I really agree with everything you said there. I, I Edwin, I like the uh, I really love the you. Oscar Daryl stuff. Sean <laughs> didn't like anything you said. Maybe maybe you can try it again. Uh, You're all piggybacking off of what I said. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I know Sean, you probably love the Dwight Angela arc in this one. Just boring I, shots of nothingness. I did. I, I I wrote that down. I mean, like I said before, uh, that was a bit of a palate cleanser. And why don't we use that as a palate cleanser before we go into the golf story arc? Um, but uh, in the dele- in the deleted scenes uh, that get added in, you get just a little hint that like that them all getting up and leaving was a little more coordinated. You get Meredith calling Kelly before before Creed says pumpkins out. Oh yeah, <laughs> ditch this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was a nice little added bit. But yeah, no, I really do. I mean, it's you in. You just get these si- you out. <laughs> you just get these silent scenes of uh, of Dwight and Angela not acknowledging each other, even though just they're the only work. two people just in the office, work. and they are horny as hell for each other. Well, this is in the middle of uh, <laughs> one thing that I appreciated about this office episode is that it is so it feels so isolated. It doesn't feel like it's part of this bigger story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when Andy and uh, Angela are together, but they don't really touch on it. In the episode, mm. right? Yeah, you're right. Because um, you know, otherwise Dwight and Angela be knocking boots yeah, on Oscar's <laughs> desk, <laughs> necking. Where <laughs> Dwight? Be necking. 
Uh, Seems you already know. A lot of uh, early season, early Dwight energy uh, in this episode from him. The way, and and part of that comes from the way that he attends to Michael. Um, oh, it starts right at the open. top. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and then and then him calling Michael to rat everyone out for leaving, and then Michael just being like, "Who cares? Like, I'm not there. Jim's yeah. not there. Who cares?" And just hangs oh. up and. And I'll tell Dwight, on you. Oh, yeah. That's his threat. Wait. I'll tell on you. Yeah. And then my and then Dwight too is like, okay. Well, how's it going over there? And then Michael just <laughs> hangs up on him. And then and then I think that's where you get Dwight just looking at the piece of paper really <laughs> he just closely. So, he's just trying. It's to... like the documentary crew's still there, so he's like, yeah. Well, I'm still gonna work. Just I going guess back for them. to work. Now. Trying not to cry. Watch you know, I watched these episodes a few times to prepare for for today and Every time that Stanley got up and just left without acknowledging Dwight made me laugh. Every time I saw it, he just gets up and walks Don't past Don't close Dwight. that door, so help me God. He left. <laughs> yeah, the little... that le- left. <laughs> it got me every time. It got me every time. One, <clears throat> one thing that crossed my mind was, why didn't... Michael had, The way the episode is cut together, Michael has, has just talked to Dwight when he sends Pam out to get that new sheet of paper. Why doesn't he just have Dwight drive the paper over? Instead of sending Pam all the way back. Because he's uh, he inattention is a really and... terrible manager in this episode. <laughs> Impulsivity and inattention to detail. Yeah. yeah, clearly, clearly. I think he, I mean, this is one of his worst <laughs> managerial uh, moments, this job. I mean, the way, he, the way he treats Pam in this episode is awful. Yeah. Not to mention several just very sexist and racist things that he says throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one for Michael. I mean, he, he never looks good throughout this entire thing. He, and he judges people hard. Someone who should not be judging anyone. Hey, the way the way that he, yeah. Hi, hey. You can be a classy janitor or a cashier with dignity or a <laughs> migraine worker. He treats the Sorry funeral director guy, you know, yeah. too much formaldehyde. <laughs> he just kicks that ball like out into the crowd, which and it. It, it, we get a small deleted uh, game over. Daryl just <laughs> going like, Michael, I think you owe these people an apology. <laughs> Or probably Mike, I think you uh, the Air Force guy. Yeah, Air Force is cool. Yeah, when he gets up and makes that, that's uh, it's a Michael desperation move to just to take the microphone and get on stage and just mm-hmm. start talking out of mm-hmm. desperation. Um, the little scene that they put in when when he goes to get ta- Michael goes to recruit Justin again, and Justin's at the Air Force table, and he's like, Michael's like, you you want this guy for the Air Force and. The way that Air Force guy is so good. He's just like, absolutely. Justin is smart. He's bright. He's driven. And I believe he can fly as high as he wants. And, it's just like, and then Michael's whoa. face like, <laughs> like, whoa, I didn't see that. You think this kid could be a fighter pilot? I think Justin could be whatever he wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> Michael finally realizes this is how he should have been treating the kids this whole time. Well, when, he re- when he goes back to try to pitch Justin again, he says, that's just what the recruiter just said. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, a little more zing, a little more pep. Yeah. Uh, we uh, should move on to the golf game, unless you have anything else to say about the job fair. Uh, yeah, just Michael's last speech is is one of those things. He's ba- he's basically just telling it to himself. And <laughs> Michael's had so many things go over, go on over the previous three seasons of this show that it kind of a lot of it boils over here a little bit. And when it boils over for Michael, he that's when he really starts acting shitty to people. Is when he's really 
uh, when he says, he's like, we're dying here, Pam. I think that's how he feels inside. It's like <laughs> yeah. he's just the dead endness and what he wanted to be is just sort of closing in in his mind and being at the job fair. It's right in his face. He's he's seen like high schoolers walking by and he's just getting reminded of what what is not. Um, and I mean, it happens to Pam when she like I love the moment when she gets her uh, she goes to get the piece of paper out of the art room and she mm. just has that little like, oh, Maybe it's still here. And then immediately it's like, nope, nope. It's like, which is oh, something about that. Like, like the art teacher would have kept her thing on the wall yeah. for the last 10 years. It's like, of course not. But she thinks it because that's like, that's but her place. That's her safe space. The reason for that is exp- is <coughs> kind of, again, explained in this, in this super fan cut because we get Pam seeing Roy's picture is still up in the hallway. Oh, yeah. Which we didn't, which we didn't I, have that scene true. before. I didn't think about that. So yeah. Roy is still up in the hallway. All so she's city, maybe like, she's like, oh, maybe my thing's still up. Nope, it's not. It just, yeah, it, it hits a little bit differently. I think the moment is still is still there. It still survives in the original episode, but yeah, yeah it 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 has a little different sort of tinge to it. Yeah, but she, she looks at that thing of Roy and then says, nine years of my life," <laughs> and Oof. rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, hey. All the, city twice. It is funny in high school. Uh, sports are we we remember sports. We keep trophies in the halls for forever. Mm-hmm. They never go away. But yeah, if, if a student made a really good piece of art, it would never stay up in a hallway more than one year, two years. Yep. Um, one last thing about the job fair is just the person at the refreshments when Michael is just looking for things and says, the refreshments, and it's just, <laughs> it's just a girl getting popcorn. <laughs> Speaking of popcorn, we do get also just somebody just leaving an empty thing of popcorn on their table. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Trash. A nice yeah. little... Uh, no, Okay. Uh, uh, sorry, last thing that always makes me laugh sure. is when they take the... <laughs> They don't have the piece of paper, and Michael's like, "We have to get a piece of paper." And just Daryl going, "Yeah, the booth is lame without it." <laughs> <laughs> Always gets me. Uh, well, uh, well, Jim's golf game with uh, with Phil McGuire, Dartmouth mm. seventy five. Um, he is uh, he is looking to uh, uh, make a sale here, which is. Again, this has always been a confusing storyline to me. Why does Phil agree to this golf game if he's 100% not going to you know, go for this sales pitch? He really just wants to grab he really just wants to have grab a game of golf with people he's not in business with? I don't understand. Can then well, they you guys got any theories about this? Well, when they when he first sees him, he says, oh, it's been a couple years. So we can assume that I think Jim and Phil knew each other from something. Okay. Um, it's possible Dunder Mifflin is paying for this golf game. And Jim invited sure. Jim was like, hey, Phil, we need a fourth. That it's been could a couple be. years. Or maybe, Phil, you know, something like that. But um, that could be. I, uh, they may but, have used to work with Dunder Mifflin. Never know. I mean, I don't think that, I, I don't think it's that, strange that no it's not he would no. play they would play golf together i mean uh yeah it it seems pretty normal to me and i it's think it's strange uh, you'd bring andy though it, it yeah, just, yeah as as somebody who spends most of my work day working i just this side of business i <laughs> uh, uh uh stunned by but uh but we do get an explanation for why kevin and andy are there because that i've always been confused by um 
which is that uh, we get a deleted scene of Jim explaining that uh, when your client likes Italian food, you bring him to an Italian restaurant. If your client likes uh, a little action, you bring a gambler, which is why he brought Kevin. And if your client hates Cornell, you bring Andy. <laughs> so you kind of, <laughs> oh, and then and then you kind of get this little part later where uh, <laughs> where Phil is like, Andy's kind of like this guy's that, kind that guy's of a douchebag. Douche. And uh, Jim goes, well, Cornell, right? And Phil goes, oh, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he get it. Like, it worked. Worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the golf game a little bit here, guys. Because uh, I've, ta- I've been talking about the golf game. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the actual golfing going on. Alex, you made a good point. Let's, uh, let's talk about the golf. Let's talk about, let's move on to the golf part Great of this idea. Uh, episode. Thanks, Sean. Um, so Phil McGuire, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dartmouth 75. Uh, no, the, first of all, Andy, Andy hit 1200 balls the night before for all the blisters. Yeah. Uh, that's an insane amount <laughs> of golf balls. Like when we go to the driving range, uh, where I guess, have we been to the driving range together? I'm, I, I went like I, with, uh, with Matt and Peter, uh, I haven't been in a long time, but I think uh, we went to Top Golf once pre-pandemic. But yeah, pre-pando. Mm-hmm. But you're getting, you know, you're getting like a half bucket's like fifty balls, and a large bucket's a hundred. Like hitting twelve buckets of balls <laughs> is absolutely insane. Uh, and I love the little thing in there where Andy's like, Andy's like, like like most kids, I hated golf lessons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted, so I hung out with a sailing club. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> most people assume I'm good at golf. Uh, I just love that little. That's such a great way to write that uh, to get Andy's character. Lessons. His pants. I mean, everything about Andy screams golf. And in fact, a deleted part of this is when Kevin and Jim and Andy first walk out in the office to like leave. Daryl's at the front. And he just goes, hello, white people, because they're just oh, yeah. like <laughs> the most comically dressed golf people ever. <laughs> Uh, and but Andy Andy's terrible at golf. He's his hands look like raw fish. He's wearing like yard work gloves laced with lotion or something. <laughs> yeah. They're like yeah, they're really. So- I think they're soft. Yeah, they're. Yeah. He's like pumping lotion into them. The also to think that you wouldn't stop and notice that you're developing these blisters the night before. It's not as if you would wake up in the morning and be like, oh no, my hands. That you would you would feel it in the moment. I know. It just I- speaks to I I I think it it kind of works because we know. How and how intense Andy's childhood was, and that maybe his parents wanted him to be good at golf and stuff like that. Oh, he yeah. got invited to this and was like, "Oh yeah, oh I'm a little rusty at golf. I should <laughs> like," and then goes totally ballistic. Thought about it. I'm in. <laughs> Giddy up. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Me liking the ice cream cake. <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's just a funny it's a funny group. Uh, Kevin is actually a good golfer. We learn, um, yeah. And, and Brian Gom- Brian Baumgartner is a is a good golfer in real I'm life sure. in his own right. Um, as I've he's he's popped up on some golf YouTube channels. Uh, Ooh, I've seen a little Peter of Peter sends me every now and then drops me a YouTube <laughs> golf video these nice. days. Uh, I love the deleted scene at the end. I mean, we get we knew Phil was like you know you, you know let's how about we open a tab because you and I are going to be golfing more often, which I didn't really realize that that is kind of directed at Kevin more than Jim. Um, But then you get Kevin later just going like, (laughs) he's like, I'm going to clean that guy out. He's a whale. 
<laughs> this is really going to help me get out of my hole. Get out of a hole. <laughs> what? He's not my client. And the yeah. hole is that he's been using petty cash for gambling, which we <laughs> learn about in the webisodes, mm-hmm. which is causing this Earlier, big hole. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, that, that webisode part. So, um, guy's a whale. Guy's a whale. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, uh, it's fun Phil to see. Take- the- oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, oh, go ahead. Just, uh, it's fun to see them out of the office. It's fun to see them doing a different activity. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think. You you see Jim really trying at his job. I think that's that's an important thing to, uh, to notice as well. Jim's sales techniques and things like that. Um, it's it's an example of when Jim kind of applies himself. He has the ability and where where is the ambition? What is he going? What is he going for? Um, yes. Yeah. It's a big change. It's a big change for Jim, who you know started this show by saying, you know, if this was my career, I'd kill myself or something. I can't throw myself in front of a bus. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, uh, lot yeah it's kind of it's oddly a big jim growth episode which you don't get a lot of yeah he's already pretty tall um (laughs) i did like the i did like the way uh you really notice the different editing with that particular scene where there michael is talking to jim and andy about making the sale and he says don't worry about ryan just make the sale that'll make you know i think that'll make him happier that'll appease him and then jim talks about uh you remember ryan he was the temp here um and it's it, it's cut differently than it is in the original episode where they they just it happens when they're walking on the golf course right yeah i mean just the idea that the idea of michael being in on jim being on probation because i think when oh, we see right. that it's mostly ryan and toby when he calls gotcha. jim into the room um, to put so we can assume Ryan, at some point Ryan was like, Jim, all right, you make this sale. I don't care what you have to do. Go make this sale and like assigns him this thing, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just an inter- it's just a different dynamic to think that Michael isn't aware of the pressure that Jim is under to perform as well. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Phil takes six cuts to get out of that bunker. His, Twelve. His, well, he's, he says finally yeah, he's he- out in 12 and then Jim's like, you know just like took six shots from the bunker at the end of the episode. But uh, he's doing it all wrong. Like, I don't think Phil is either not ever had golf lessons or, but his swing from the, out of the sand is all wrong. What he's doing there. Mm-hmm. I watched it a few times. Maybe he also something... spent time with the sailing club. <laughs> I think he did. And this is something about golf. Golf can be really super intimidating with just like how rich it seems and like all the gear and the stuff and the customs and the etiquette. And it's just a really, it does. It shouldn't be, but unfortunately, it is. But the thing you always got to remember is, a lot of dudes just play because it's for rich dudes, <laughs> and they're not actually that good at golf. <laughs> and it's totally okay to not be good at golf. Uh, and I think Phil, that's exactly who Phil was. Alex, I, you've you've gotten back into golf recently. How has that kind of been for you? I got out only to be reluctantly dragged back into <laughs> the game. Hey, the only reason you get out of the game is to get <laughs> reluctantly right. dragged back in. Yeah, yeah, I played a ton of golf when I was like younger probably ages like 10 to 15 i want to say but like five year stretch i played a ton because i was a caddy at a uh my first job was a golf caddy at a course um here in town it was a job i could get and it was i could ride my bike to it um so i like spent those ages around these dudes who were like (laughs) a lot of them are really good a lot of them are not 
They're just they're there to like drink and get away from their families. And just yeah, I was that's shit. what I was gonna say. That's <laughs> sort of what it is. A lot of it is just getting a, uh, getting to somewhere quiet. <laughs> and a lot at a lot of the behavior at like the high end country clubs like is just disgusting. But I mean, I, not everyone, but you just you see it a lot. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Phil so I and so things. I was I was playing a ton because I could play for free one day a week uh, when I was a caddy there, and then I golfed a ton, and then I didn't play for. About 16, 17 years. And uh, I started again this year because many of our mutual friends launched a coordinated attack to start playing golf. <laughs> really embracing. Uh, our, I got swept 30s. up in it. Boy, oh boy, I got swept up in it. <laughs> I couldn't, I can't resist. Uh, well, we, we all used to play disc golf. And now we <laughs> turn 30 and we're like, let's, let's just spend more money. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I'll well, be waiting. Uh, I'll be waiting for the tennis turn in uh, another decade or yeah, so. Yeah, give, give us another yeah. decade. I'll be waiting yeah. for you. I'm ready now, but I'll be waiting. I know. Be, whenever you want to come over, yeah, I'll yeah. start training. Yeah. Ugh. And Sean, Sean will get us. Sean will give us post tennis into just the. Uh, I don't know what phase Sean's going to get us into <laughs> later on. Yes. Robes, good like cool robes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just lounging, just lounge leisure, lounge you know, <laughs> Le- leisure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, of course, this game, uh, this day ends with with Jim getting the sale. He he stops Phil in his car. We get this weird moment back at the office where Dwight and Angela have left. That's what Meredith everyone. was trying to do with Michael, but then Michael just hit her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, we get this. Uh, M- Michael has had this, you know, weird day of, um, you know, things didn't go as he wanted them to. But uh, he he realizes that there's there's beauty. <laughs> I don't I don't know what he, he just has a weird moment at the end watching Jim and Pam kiss, and uh, <laughs> he well he's oh my God. kiss yeah. are good <laughs> yeah, so. creepiest creepiest moment in the just entire show is this after the way he's treated Pam all yeah. day kiss her kiss her good. <sighs> he's, I, I want you to listen to this again because they definitely kept in this shot where. Someone in that room is already laughing when I think I don't think Michael was supposed to step in and do that. I think it was like, screw it. And I think Steve Carell just made that choice. And just listen to someone clearly breaking as this starts. Yeah. Kiss her. Kiss her good. <laughs> Never it's noticed. Full that. volume. It's in there. <laughs> That's really funny. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> oh. I love when those moments kind of make it in. There's uh, the one in uh, nep- in uh, nepotism when uh, mm. Michael is pretending to spank Andy, right? And then yes, Dwight comes in and does it. You get the that in the blooper. Uh, oh yeah, Dwight yeah. kissing Oscar. Rain Wilson is uh, an incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Charles Provisor. Uh, Char- Charles Minor when Kevin hits him with the delayed high. Yeah, <laughs> definitely breaks on and, camera a little bit. And all the the entire run of Kevin sitting on Michael's lap when Michael is Santa, the way they have to cut around everyone laughing in that scene is is really funny. But yeah, go to the bloopers; uh, you can see all of it. It's great. Yeah. Quick shout out to David Brent from the BBC Office. Uh, the scene when he's doing his freeform dance. Uh, oh, in Booze Cruise? No, sorry, I'm talking BBC Office. I'm talking yeah, yeah. David Brent. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When he's doing the dancing. As the camera's panning around, you get. Two, three people who lose it and are hiding their faces behind someone else. 
Uh, and they just leave it all in because it's so good. That scene is uh, the most memorable scene to me from the UK yes. office. Is the... <laughs> <laughs> it's just nothing like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> any final thoughts on job fair? Some uh, quotes, deleted scenes we didn't mention, favorite just, moments. Just that uh, I thought about it even more as, as we had our discussion, but just the idea of uh, I don't love my job, but I love my life. I felt like in the super fan episode, we got to see a lot more of Jim and Pam stuck in their respective situations a little bit. Jim saying, well, I guess I'll work on my short game. And then kind of having a breakthrough by being so persistent and making the sale. And then you see Pam, who's really str- who does really struggle in this episode at her old high school and the way that Michael treats her and having mm-hmm. to go get the that, se- that another sheet of paper, um, which he gives to that other kid. Um, oh, I know. And but then there's that moment where they come back together at the end of the episode, and she's so happy for Jim. And it, maybe that's maybe that is a moment where that rings true. I don't I don't love this job, but the, uh, you I know love what? And and a, just a, a moment for Pam that we didn't mention is that she gets the confidence to walk over to um, I can't remember his name. It's something weird like Garth or Shadow, but uh, <laughs> at the graphic design booth. Well done. <laughs> yeah, well played, sir. Uh, and. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, Nick. Is, he's is Nick, the IT guy kind of starts the, whatever kind of starts the <laughs> uh, kind of starts her journey um, into, you know, maybe going to art school in New York. So mm-hmm. uh, that this is was one of, of those um, like a Mandela effect thing for me when I was like, I watched this and I was like, I could have sworn that was her classmate who like is the guy who is Alex. Yeah, I, no, and I know no. it isn't, but in my head, it was like, why does my memory has him in that seat oh and not God. that guy? Even though I know it's that guy. It was yeah. just a weird thing that happened. I um, I also felt like that moment was a little bit of... It's becoming a timestamp a little bit, I think. I mean, I'll be, I'm, not a, I'm not a graphic designer, but it seems like the way oh, that you yeah. would have those conversations would be different now than it would be 100% back then. Because he's talked about learning these softwares these software systems, which isn't really, I think, like the gateway it used to be. I think it's kind of implied that everybody knows how to use these things. Also, um, you don't have to go to school for that anymore. There's YouTube you just kind of learn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe Sean. I don't yeah. know. Maybe you have more insight because maybe you work with that in those. Well, systems. I guess I. How do you graphic design, Sean? <laughs> well, I don't. I, I think that it is kind of one of those things where. Well, I guess. I guess yes, you are expected to know those things. But I, I, it'd be weird for him to be like, you know beginner level you just need to know this this and this and this i i'd almost say something more like what do you use to do your graphic design what program mm-hmm. do you use yeah. because there are a lot now you know mm-hmm. yeah um, and it's entry level it's like entry level you're basically right. just doing it's like but you have to know six programs in and out mm-hmm. like i don't know if that's that entry level you probably i guess maybe. like i guess if it was entry level graphic design you wouldn't really be expected to be like a great artist you just are expected to kind of know the software so that it can be like oh hey turn all these black and white or like right. you know turn right. all, yeah, you know yeah. right. make you know none of these are like labeled correctly or like we need to make this small change to all the text in these Got like it. ads or something like that so it, okay i guess that could make sense but that you know it's not yeah, just exactly. just a thought that I had watching yeah. this one. But yeah, yeah, it's it is cool. And last last note on this episode for me is that uh, it's odd that like Michael doesn't actually really learn anything. Like he doesn't really like nothing. He gives that speech at the job fair, comes back. He kind of he he he's able to convince himself that everything's okay again. Is basically all that happens because he looks at Jim and he says, "I look at Jim. I see a guy who could do anything he wants. Uh, he's you know he thinks like." 
to Michael, Jim is that kid at the high school. He's the coolest right. kid he knows. And he's like, he can do anything and he chooses to sell paper, just like me. And he kind of ends with this like, I'm okay. Everything I'm doing is okay because he sees Jim. Uh, mm. It's like kind of, Jim doesn't want to be there. Like Jim doesn't like his job. Mm. So it doesn't really, well, like Michael's Michael... kind of, you know, yeah, he's I mean, floundering a bit. He's just reaching for anything. It could be that Michael is kind of having the revelation that, that Daryl had earlier that was deleted, which was that, you know, I, mm. I might well, not Michael love has no my friends, job, but no I like family. my life. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or any land. Yeah. <laughs> or any land. Um, um, I think one last thing to mention is just the okay. only, like, viewing, I think, the only inclusion of Toby in this episode is when he walks to the back <laughs> and, notice, and finds out that yeah. his tennis racket is broken. He doesn't even say anything. He just looks at the just camera. being taped back together really <laughs> he badly. He gives it a swear yeah. and it breaks again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you have it. Uh, Job Fair, the new uh, season four super fan episode. Um, Do you guys ever go to one of those job fairs? I don't think so. Did we have one in high school? I don't remember. There might have been I, some at University of Oregon, but I, I remember them at college. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't know that I've ever been to one. Or, uh, yeah. What college you go to, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think it's time for a little Let's break. <laughs> and then we'll head to the conference room. Conference room, five minutes. All right. Uh, to kick off this conference room, we're going to jump into a question we got from one of our uh, Scott's Tots, which is, of course, a member of our Patreon community. Um, from Devin, who asks, uh, longtime caller, first-time listener, I was watching season <laughs> nine the other day. I know how disgraceful. It's fine. Not. Season, and I think, I think season nine's fine. Uh, and I think my <laughs> least favorite cold open in the show is Lice, when Jim keeps biting his lip. Honestly, it's not funny. He gets angry and just leaves. Got me thinking... I know you did a cold open draft, but what's a cold open you just can't stand? Thank you so much. Love the show. Thank you, Devin. Easy. Uh, what do you guys got? Lice. Yeah, that was the one that I had too. I didn't realize. Oh, that you that can't was take easy. lice. I didn't realize. Oh, I guess that was I didn't example. tell you that was you in told the question. Us you oh, 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 yeah. And we all I'm so on sorry. The same one, but <laughs> I gave you the question, but, but not, not the Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. No, I, but that, it, that is the right answer. His or her? That was my answer. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, Jim biting his lip over and over again. It's, it's so weird. And just like the way that he shouts, Pam, I'm going home is weird. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't that funny. It's odd. It is weird. It's odd. It is. It is. Uh, uh, I don't know if I can think of another besides that. That was, that is by far my least favorite. The, the other one, when that, you look oh, yeah. at the list of cold opens, it's just like, I love them all. Like, I don't want any of them gone. The one where Ryan pretends to be really upset about the news about Smokey Robinson, and then it's turned out to be fake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Not not great. Um, I like that they're like, he's alive. And like, there's a concert that Ryan could go to. Like, do you want to get tickets? <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, Ryan's just terrible. Yeah. Uh, I, the only one I could come up with is actually the cold open from my favorite episode in Money in season four, mm -hmm. uh, which is... Michael starts treating Pam like he's Meryl Streep in Devil Wears Prada. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Just kind of like, uh, it's like, it, it's such a time stamped episode yeah, with like they, that that's movie. True. And, and then, and then the million dollar baby and the Makushla. It's like, I never saw a million dollar baby. Just, just that joke just didn't land with me. I just thought, nah, I don't need it. If I have yeah. to cut a cold open, I'll let that one fly away. This one uh, isn't, I mean, it's not. This one isn't bad, and it's from an episode I absolutely love, Diwali. But it's just when Michael is making fun of Ryan for wearing um, the. I think it's a Kurtha. I don't know, but uh, that Ryan that Kelly got for him. Oh, Pam yeah. says it's yeah. nice, and then Michael says, "Why didn't you get me one?" <laughs> yeah, 
Um, I'm lo- I'm looking this up online, and I'm kind of surprised by some of the ones that people throw out. Uh, a lot of people don't like when um, Dwight clears his fallout shelter rations, um, which... Uh, um, uh, I love that one. Uh, the one where everyone throws up. I think it's the beginning of... Uh, <laughs> Pam is pregnant, season possibly. Six. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Uh, the vomiting, the vom- the the chain vomit. Yeah, the chain vomit. Uh, and then, um, and then I'm kind of surprised to see this one. Uh, the pumpkin on Dwight's head is oh. one of my favorite ones, actually, in the later seasons. It was my own That's fault. Great. I never should have scared Aaron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I yeah. think I think they nailed it with lice. Uh, but yeah, interested to know uh-huh. if other folks have uh, other ones that they Saint don't care Saint Patrick's for. Day. It's just kind of like showing people. Liking St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. it's not nothing to write home about. Um, but I think the, the 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 Cookie Monster video with Oscar in Secretary's Day that's season six. It's not that funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. you need that one to set up the rest of the episode, though. See, it's you for do, suspension. But... Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll keep thinking about Fine. it. But we'll call There's your answer, yeah. Devin. Happy uh, that one. That one uh, t- li- lined up pretty well with this episode because of the new cold open. Um, yes. So it made sense right. to, nice. to bring it Topical. in. Then. Um, nice, in nice, in nice, other nice. news, um, uh, just uh, just hope uh, our our man David Keckner uh, is doing all right. Oh uh, yeah, uh, arrested for DUI hit and run on New Year's Eve afternoon. Ooh, Mr. Todd Packer. We just did our Todd Packer episode. Uh, it it, it was hit and run. He just hit like a a lamp post or something like that. But uh, yeah, uh, David, hope you. Get uh, get better, buddy. That's a real, that's a Packer. That's a real Packer move. It, it really is a Packer move. I mean, Damn. it was that was the 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 subreddits sure and the, yeah, there, there was that, that meme going around that, that went around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the other uh, topic in the conference room for this week was uh, Rain Wilson over this holiday break period time uh, on Christmas Day tweeted, "Someday I will wrestle Sting and I will win. You can bet on it." <laughs> to which the professional wrestler Sting replied, I may have to break out the flying toehold. You don't even want to know. So, oh, please. Uh, it, it, it got me thinking, um, if you were to, you know, what game activity contest would you want to do with an uh, office character? It doesn't have to be competitive or anything. Oh, but I, I love yeah. the idea of Dwight wrestling. You put him in a triangle and you just keep pressing and pressing. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Eight thousand dollars and a shot at the title, something like that. Six thousand dollars, yeah. But yeah. Oh man. Gonna flip you. But what do you got? What, what would you like to do? Uh well I already said this. I would I would love to go golfing with Kevin. Mm. Uh I don't know if I'd bet much money. Maybe a little bit. Uh but I'd play some skins. I'd play Wolf with Kevin, that'd be fun. Well, <laughs> Um, There's another wrestler in the show, Robert California. Wrestling. <laughs> I can that wrestle right. Stu once a month <laughs> in his condo at night. Yeah, <laughs> just the two of you. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what other things that we know people. I can't think about Robert California. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, and then they haven't improved on the Oreo, have they? <laughs> How nice of Gabe to show you where I live. <laughs> you clearly wanted the basil. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, uh, what, ping, what else? Yeah, keep ping, it moving. Ping pong, son of a bitch. <laughs> ping pong with Jim and Daryl. Oh, great. Oh yeah, 
That'd be great. Tennis with Toby now. I would love that. Absolutely. Uh, I don't want to take on Dwight at ping pong. I don't. I'll. I'd like to go on a business trip with Oscar. (laughs) He's He's delightful. delightful. (laughs) I think it'd be fun to play Dallas with uh, Kevin and Andy and Daryl. Kevin. Uh, Karaoke with Kevin and Creed. Oh yeah. There you go. That's a trio. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll hit the town with right there. Mm -hmm. Any any karaoke with the office would be amazing. We have it. We have it a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good options actually. Okay, what if you had to go do something with Michael, what would it be? Oh, he's great at pool. <laughs> no, I'm uh, kidding. <laughs> ice skating. He's out of very good at ice skating. Mm. Ice skating? Yeah. He might he might check you under the boards. Yeah. He's uh, a very good ice very skater. Very good skater. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you were to do something Oh, you know what? Feed the birds. That's what I would want to do with Michael. Oh yeah, ah, just nice. Ah. Go on a walk, throw out, throw out a few slices, slices of bread. Of bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look up the little guy. I mean, jamming it, with, yeah, jamming with Andy and, and Daryl and Kevin, mm-hmm. that would be fun. Oh, man. Yeah. Shooting hoops with uh, Jim and David Wallace, that'd be fun. Mm. The one that came to my head is headbanging to Metallica with uh, Dwight and Meredith and Meredith's van. That'd be fun. I'm, I'm, uh, Alex, I'm surprised you're not saying uh, Call of Duty with the... With the uh, Stanford oh, Ranch. The, the yeah. Stanford crew. I didn't play that Call of Duty, but I, I bet I could pick it up. Mm-hmm. How about... Uh, I'm sure ro- they've stayed up to date on the... <laughs> <laughs> How about roller skating with uh, Andy and Daryl? Oh, yeah. And Dwight. Oh. Deep cuts oh, only. No hit. Yeah. Deep, no hits. Yeah. <laughs> no hits. I'm actually... I'm going roller skating as, right after as soon as we finish this recording. I'm going roller skating. So. Uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Those are great. Uh, dude, having an open... Open rink and they'll play whatever music you want. I've done that exactly once. I think Sean, you yep. were there. So fun. Yeah. It was a dream. It was awesome to be able to play your own music. That's cool. Very, very cool. Cool. But I think well, that's hey, all we uh, had in conference room this week. That's all we have in conference room this week. Let's uh move on to some trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Woo! So this week's trivia comes from Vanessa. Vanessa writes, Hey guys. I've got some trivia for you. The theme is lists, which includes a few of my favorite quotes, mostly Dwight, with fun lists as answers. Uh, also, I have a drop request for Alex. Could you Uh-oh. add Meredith's shut up, Angela, from the <laughs> Ben Franklin episode? <laughs> oh, sure. And maybe you could play it when Sean shares an unpopular opinion <laughs> or when Edwin corrects a quote. <laughs> I love it. I love it more. I love it. Awesome. Love the pod. Keep up the good work. Free Mandela. Peace. I'm out. Vanessa. Thank you, (laughs) Vanessa. Okay, here we go. When are you going to boom me? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, season four, episode 16. What are the four options Dwight gives Andy for what he can do with his Xterra? You can sell it for parts. Sell it to me. Sell it for parts is one. And he says sell, sell it, it to, me. to me. And where we used as a farm as a I'll op- use it as a wagon on my farm. Yeah. You can yep. push it off a cliff. Drive it off a cliff. Uh-huh. Drive it off a cliff. Oh. Um and then one last one. It's a little complex. Keep the car well it'll be used as a far like as a donkey, or did we already get that one? No, you can donate it to a person you'd like to see die in a car crash. Okay, yeah. Uh. (laughs) 
In season five, episode one, weight loss, what are the four ingredients in Kelly's new diet? Cayenne pepper, lemon, maple syrup, and water. That's right. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Um, okay. Gonna look amazing. <laughs> season five, episode five, crime aid. When Dwight ah. talks to Phyllis in the kitchen about Angela, he says she introduced me to so many things. What five things does he list? Monotheism. Yeah, that's that is one. one. Yes. <laughs> Shampoo. Or no, it's um, there's there's a hygiene item, right? Yeah, there's, yeah. I feel like there's a like dental like flaw. No, not flaw. <laughs> toothpaste or something. Yeah, it's something like it's something like that. I will give it to you. It is preventative medicine. Okay, preventative medicine. <laughs> it's like one of them. Theism. Cotton yeah. sheets. Uh, sheets. Did you yeah, say okay. sheets? Sheets. That's sheets. one. Yeah. Yep. She introduced me to so many things. Two more. There's a food one. A food-related one. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Comes from a comes from an animal. Cow, Jeez. perhaps. Pasteurized milk. Pasteurized, is one. pasteurized milk. And finally, presents yeah. on your birthday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, season five, episode eleven, Moroccan Christmas. Uh, Michael's drink is equal parts. What? There are seven. Triple sec? Yes. Vodka. Yes. Gin. Oh, no. Rum. Uh, you know what? Vodka's not listed, actually. Rum. Yes. Damn. Gin. Gin. Yes. Whiskey. Whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> no. Scotch? No. Yes. Scotch. Vermouth? Yes. Splenda? <laughs> yes, that's right. That's what... He always drinks with scotch, of course. How many do we, we need? One more? One more. Scotch. One more. We have scotch, Splenda, This sec, drink whiskey. always reminds me of uh, Rum. Moulin Rouge. Grenadine. <laughs> Absinthe was Absinthe. We Absinthe. Absinthe. Okay. Absinthe makes right. the heart grow fonder. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you guys one more. This is a great trivia, Vanessa. I'm going to give you guys one more though. Uh, season 6, episode 4. What is Dwight's confirmation number for his room reservation? So he says, Charlie, Romeo, Alpha, yeah, yeah. six. Can you get, can, oh, it's, <laughs> man, I think it's all military. I don't, alphabet, I don't expect uh, you guys to give this, but I'll, I'll this is, is there a yeah. tango? Good bit of trivia. So Romeo, tango, seven, oh. seven, four, five, <laughs> but Romeo, tango, um, and I talked to uh, Teresa about a room with two safes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, man, all right. The, I'll, I'll give you guys this last one. Season 7, episode 9, wolf.com. In the cold open, the power goes out, which resets the server, and they're trying to guess the password. What are Michael's nicknames for the previous oh, IT, the IT guys? guys? This is a, definitely one we've done before. Fatty 1, Fatty 2, Lozenge. Yep. yep. Fatso. Yep. There's a fatso. fatso. Yep. Uh huh. Turban. Turban. Yep. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh. There's uh, glasses. Yes. <laughs> I think you guys only have two more. Think, like, what is like a proper name, isn't it? N no. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. No. Fatty. Fatty one. Fatty two. Lozenge. Fatty two. Or is it? Is it fatty one? 
Or is there is it is there fatty fatso, two and fatty three? Fatso is fatty one. There's fatty two and fatty three. Mm-hmm. Glasses, lozenge, turban. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there like a is there like a pants? Or like or, a, yes. Or like a weird you're clo- so like a clothing one. Yes, you're very 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 <laughs> short clothes. pants turtle, or something like that. Yeah. Not pants, not turtleneck. Overalls. I don't know. Shorts. Shorts. Yeah, yeah shorts. 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 Is is shorts. All right, all right. I'm gonna have to give you guys the last one, which yeah, is ear you. hair. Oh, I would not <laughs> have guessed that. Okay. I would. I would never. Yeah. Never. Okay. Awesome job, uh, Vanessa. Thank you so much for sending in that trivia. If you would like to send us trivia, uh, email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. You can also give us a call, 503-694-9314. We just had our voicemail episode. We love to play the voicemails on the show, so call us and leave us a message under a minute and 30 seconds. It could be be played (laughs) on the air. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. We have a store, mspcstore.com. Uh, and we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. Uh, become a Scott's Tot for five bucks a month. Support the show. Get uh, get the new Pod Lasso episodes. Uh, get Not the title. Not the title. That's not the title. That's what we call it amongst ourselves unofficially. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, you'll get mailbag episodes. You'll uh, you can uh, you get ad free main feed episodes. And uh, together we make a third good Marshall College Fund donation. So please uh, join us on Patreon. Special thanks to all of our Scots Tots. We love you guys so much. Thank you for supporting the show. And special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who designs all of our artwork. Um, I always end this by saying this. I am lonely. (laughs) And I need a new Ryan. (laughs) I always end this by saying this episode was recorded over video chat. I only did that because I used to say it was recorded in Portland, Oregon, which... Or in a trailer in the parking lot. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Open signal. Those are the days. Yeah. Yeah. The open signal days. I I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if it's worth saying. I'm going to stop saying that. (laughs) So I'll have to find something else to end this show. Well, we recorded it uh, all up and down the West Coast. All recorded it at our own houses. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, thank you for listening. What a great we, uh, setup. We, uh, we, tr- we, we truly appreciate you hanging out with us, spending a little bit of time with us. Uh, and I, I hope that you guys uh, are able to enjoy these super fan episodes as much as we are. Uh, just know that we really appreciate uh, everyone who listens, everyone who reaches out. Um, it makes uh, doing this show such a joy. And uh, just uh, take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the up. Yes, yes sir. sir. Pumpkins out. Let's go, gang. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.